Hello, DGENs. Welcome to Degenerate Takes NFL Week Lucky 13. I am the Brofect One AJ outside of frame right there is getting the last little hit in is the one who knows everything, the one who seems to know all the stats, the numbers, and can pull out random stuff from history. The man, Mr. Noah Engelbretson. Noah, how the hell was your Sunday? Uh, it was pretty good. Um, I actually watched more basketball than football today, oddly enough. Really? Which is unusual for me. But, yeah, I mean, there weren't too many games that were that intriguing to me today. No. Not even when they were actually game. when they were actually going on. I mean, on paper, some of them looked good. No, uh, none of them did. I I did watch the Motor City Pity Kitties take down the Vikings, and that made me very happy. That was as a Packers fan on a bye week, that was the best case scenario for our bye week. That was the best thing that could have happened. I mean, it would have helped if the Bears, you know, beat the Cardinals so the Packers were back in first place, but I wasn't getting my hopes up for that. It was just really, really good to watch the Lions get their first win against none other than the fucking Minnesota Vikings and AJ. You know, you'd be purple too if you'd been choking for 50 years. No, if I'm watching the highlights literally right now as we speak, and they are showing the final play, Jared Goff with the fucking bullet to the end zone, just like a stud MVP quarterback these lions are no longer the pity kitties they no, are they're still now the there's they're still the no. pity kitties oh noah oh no they just want no, they no, just no, want no, a no, game no, no 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 i think you misunderstand what's going on here i think AJ, this, this win team's... right here <laughs> no this, this team's still gonna go 115 and one <laughs> no yeah no this year they are this year they're going to go one fifteen and one absolutely, but next they got a lot year, of fight. They got a Noah. lot of fight though. I will give them that. Noah, we've awakened the beast. We have I awakened. Don't, I don't think I would go that far. There, the heart of the lion, the eye of the tiger. We've awakened Dan Campbell. We've awakened Jared Goff. They have tasted the blood of their victims, and they are going to want to taste it again they are not to bite, done to bite this more kneecaps off the beginning this is the beginning noah are they going to be biting more kneecaps off all the kneecaps noah gnawing them gnawing them bro i'm telling you anyway if you can't tell we loved the lions victory over the vikings 29 to 27 somehow the vikings figured out a way to choke this game away shout out to them for doing that i mean well after after the lions choked away a win or not a win a lead yeah after they choked that shit away people forget about that people aren't going to talk about that lions had a 14 point lead going into halftime with getting the ball first in the second half a lot of punts and a couple jared goff turnovers and then the vikings were you know ahead in that game and luckily with a minute 50 left on the clock, they were, there was enough time for them to go down. And I just don't understand if you're the Vikings, how you're playing a soft fucking blanket coverage when it's fourth and two, fourth and two, four seconds left on the 11 yard line. And you're playing a soft blanket coverage. So soft. And so and soft. 
Yeah, basically all Goff had to do was just zip that ball in there, and Amon Ross St. Brown found a pocket in their little stupid fucking zone coverage. And uh, the rest is history. I mean, why, why are you – Why I just don't – I just can't wrap my head around, like, why you would give the receivers 10 to 12 yards of separation when they're room? on – yeah, when when you're on, they're on the 11 yard line. They have one play. What you are just, we doing? You press them, press them, and play them tight. I mean, you don't have to really worry about them getting fucking behind you, like. But you're gonna give them four yards of separation in front of you. Like, come on, what are you doing? Seriously, now, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy about fan. the result, but Zimmer's getting Very fired at the end the of this season. He Zimmer's getting to. fired, dude. Especially NFC if they miss North the playoffs. NFC North is going to have a shakeup, and we'll get to the other two new coaches. I'd NFC imagine North in a little bit, minimum, minimum. Well, but Campbell we'll get to and that in a Campbell, Campbell and the floor aren't going anywhere. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Anyway, Noah, let's go. Let's continue on to this morning slate. This game, I mean, don't get me wrong. I knew they were going to win. I didn't think it would be this much. The Colts 31 to 0 against the Texans. I mean, don't get me wrong. Colts are the worst. I mean, the Texans are the worst team in the NFL, and the Colts are probably the best team in the AFC right now. I mean, good win for the Colts. They're really starting to it. look good and really starting to perform well. They proved that they can win and blow out and shut out a terrible team, and I think that's a good step towards their playoff run. I don't know that you can say that any team with Carson Wentz on it is the best in anything. I don't think they're the best in the AFC, but I also don't even fucking know who's the best in the AFC at this point. I'm so fucking confused. We have four teams at eight and four now. Um, dude, the AFC's a mess. It's a joke right now. Such a mess. It's such a joke. Um. The Monday night game will give us a lot more clarity on things. Because uh, if the Patriots come out and just manhandle the Bills, then the Patriots take that crown, and rightfully so. But I could also see the Bills coming out and just fucking trashing the Patriots. Like, I could see either of those two teams dominating the other one. And the AFC... Oh, absolutely. I don't... I think every single week me personally and most people are going to have a different opinion on who's the favorite in the AFC. And I don't think that's going to change until we get to the fucking AFC championship game. Honestly, because I don't think Honestly. anybody, then we have to think, have a favorite. I don't think anybody's actually got a good. And even so I feel like whoever ends up in the AFC championship game, it's going to be like a three or less point spread. And it's going to yeah. be tight. And the AFC is completely up for grabs. This is this is the type of situation that's built perfectly for a team to get in to the playoffs with a six or a seven seed wild card and run it to the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, the, the, the stars are aligned. So any team that's even in the hunt in the AFC, um, if you're a fan of that, make it to the Super Bowl. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't be too down on your team, even if you're sitting at six wins right now, if you're sitting at a six and six record. You still got a very good chance with how many question marks there are about so many of the teams in the AFC. I don't know that there's a true favorite here. I think it's wide open. I think it's anybody's conference to grab. Unlike the NFC, no, which I is completely agree. NFC 
NFC, you got three you got or four teams, teams that are. You got two teams. Well, I wouldn't go that and far because I got think two teams and Tom Brady. I well, I mean, obviously, I do think there's a little bit of separation between the Packers and the Cardinals, and then you know Tampa, Dallas, and the Rams, but. Outside of those five teams, I don't think any team in the NFC has got a chance. So, like, the AFC, like I said, there's a whole fucking ten teams that could go on some Cinderella run, get hot at the right time, and make the Super Bowl. NFC, I think realistically there's there's five teams. And even within those five, there's a little bit of a high, like, structured hierarchy. Well, speaking of the NFC, let's move to probably two of the worst teams in the NFTs and the NFC. Sorry, I've been doing research on the NFL NFTs and so NFT NFL, that's gonna be a rough one for a little bit. Giants, Dolphins. Dolphins dog walking the Giants twenty to nine. It is apparently to note that the Giants were out without Danny Dimes. Doesn't so, matter. I think it does. I think this game would have been a lot. Bless you. I think this game would have been a lot closer if Danny Dimes was not was in there. Excuse me. And I don't think too. I mean, don't get me wrong. This Giants defense is soft and everything. And I mean, a Pop Warner quarterback could pick them apart like Tua was doing, but Tua still didn't look the best. What was God, Tua threw the Tua threw the ball stats. like fucking eight when he threw the ball like eight thousand fucking times? It felt like thirty for forty-one. Had- Jesus Christ. I was gonna say his I mean, like halftime. That's a good stat line. Is like, like two forty four yards and two tutties. Well, no, because his yards per attempt was like fucking barely anything. It's just because his his stats get inflated a little bit because the Dolphins have no fucking run game. So instead of running the ball, they just throw screen passes and shit. So like their run game is counting his pass yards too, but. AJ, AJ are, are are the Dolphins back? Noah, this is what five five in a row. Yeah, four, they've four run or five. they've run a lot four in a row. Five wins in a row. I think four in a row. Jeez. I mean, no, they're not back whatsoever. Uh <laughs> but good on them for getting. Five wins in a row, if that's where we're at. I think it is five, because I think they're on bye week next week, it looks like. Yeah, five so. wins in a row. Won their first game, lost seven straight, and now they've won five in a row. Um, I mean, cool. Well, I win think the I projected them. And you're in the playoffs, apparently. <laughs> I think I projected them at 10 and seven. So if they can just win the rest of their games, <laughs> they can win their, <laughs> if they can win their last four. I'm spot on with that one. Hey, I mean, there we go, Bob. <laughs> uh, that would be nice. I mean, I will say the dolphins are looking, I don't want to call them necessarily a threat, but they're looking like a competitive team. No, they yes, just, I would agree. They, they just, they figured they it found... out way, too, way too late. <laughs> They found their flow. They found their flow. They finally found it. They're able to do what they can do. And when they can and, do what and they this can is, do, they can win this football is a, games. This is a team that I expected to 
be fighting for one of those wild card spots. And now after when ripping off five wins in a row, they're kind of right back in that conversation. Yeah. Wow. They I, are. So, NFL I mean, sitting insane. at sitting at six and seven, they're, uh, you know, one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll keep our eye on that going forward, but. Oh, you bet we will. I mean, shit, maybe what's their ATS. It's gotta be pretty good at that point. We'll cover that more on degenerate bets later this week. That is what we call a teaser in the business. Noah. Okay. Anyway. But yeah, the Giants suck. If uh, Giants suck so bad to cover the other to cover the other side of that game, um, I don't think it matters that Daniel Jones was out. I don't think no. I don't think he's that much better than I don't think he's better enough than Mike Glennon for it to make that much of a difference in this game. They still would have lost this game with Daniel Jones. Hundred. He sucks. He sucks too. I'm not saying Mike Glennon's good. I'm just saying they both suck. So. No, they're both terrible. The Giants are terrible. Moving from one terrible team to another terrible team. Buccaneers beat the Falcons 30-17. to Fact that the Falcons were be able to put 17 points on the Buccaneers, that defense what still I, worries me, if, especially from watching the game. What have I been saying pretty much all fucking season since, like, week two? I'm like, yeah. their defense is suspect. They have a sus defense, and it's going to bite the ass come playoff time because – when they have to play actual fucking teams because they've had a pretty candy ass schedule for the oh, most yeah. part. They, yeah, they were set. Not, I'm not sure how that, I mean, their whole division sucks. That definitely helps because the saints definitely not the team we thought they would be. Um, yeah, I mean, two point win over the Cowboys lost to the Rams two point win over the Patriots um, a loss to the Saints, who are <laughs> not even in playoff position right now, and then followed followed immediately by a loss to Washington. Um, I'm 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 noticing a trend. They suck on the road. They're so bad on the road. Which is probably not going to matter. They have the Bills next week. And then they play the Saints at home, at the Panthers, at the Jets, and then the Panthers at home. So they probably win their last four. Whether or not they win this Bills game, we'll decide if they're a three or a four loss team, I think. Which is going to piss me off because they don't deserve to be. Um, like, they should not have beaten the Colts. No. You know, if the Colts didn't turn the ball over five times, yeah, they the Bucks that lose game. that one. Um you know, the Cowboys didn't have those like two missed field goals. Cowboys beat them week one, and the Patriots probably could have beat them week four too. So I like. You know, you are what your record says you are. So they are a nine and three team, right? But this team could easily be six and six right now, if a couple of those easily. tight games went a different way. And that's also what separates mediocre teams and good teams, though, is winning those tough games. But mm-hmm. um, I'm just saying, I think every close game scenario, every like 
iffy thing has gone the Bucks' way. And so they should be lucky to be at nine and three right now. Yeah. They really and they didn't be and they didn't look all that I mean their offense looked pretty good against Atlanta other than Tom Brady throwing that awful pick six. But yeah, no, Tom Brady didn't he did, I mean, don't get me wrong, three touchdowns and everything, that's pretty good. But the pick that pick looked bad. That was a bad decision. Bad Yeah, play. I don't know what the fuck he was throwing. I mean, I I just that was that was just a head scratcher to me. It's like you know, you're run, running a slant route at your own, like, three-yard line. Dude just jumps the slant route, and Brady just seemed like he threw it straight to the defender. <laughs> just walk into the end zone. It's like he got so. colorblind for a second. I forgot what colored jerseys were. <laughs> I do think this Bucks team anyway. is – I do think they're going to have trouble when it comes to the playoffs, and they got to play good teams, especially on the road. They will, they will. And we're we'll here to cover all of I, that. I don't see him making a deep playoff run this year. Yeah, no, not but, at all. But uh, we'll see how they close out the season. We will. And two teams that are definitely guaranteed not to make a playoff run whatsoever. You got the Eagles and the Jets. Eagles beating the Jets 33-18. to 18. No, there was still a moment. Can we talk about the quarterback heart. matchup in this game, though? Because <laughs> this, I was two almost the most. quarterbacks ever. I was almost the most excited for this game out of any this week, especially Hurts, Jalen Hurts earlier this week with his ankle injury or whatever, saying that he was going to play. Turns out he did not play. We got to see Gardner Minshew, and holy shit, he looks like he still deserves to be starting. Yeah, he does. He looked unbelievable. God. Did you see he had the a gem, video he had of a gem him of a after game. he won with his dad? I did not. Okay, I'll send it to you. He is so hyped. Like, bro, the Gardner Minshew is a dog. He I is the man. Minshew. Like, I want you to imagine two frat bros getting hyped up, and that's what it was. It was unbelievable how hyped he was on that win. I am putting on the conductor hat. Chew, motherfucking chew. All aboard the Gardner Minshew bandwagon, bro, because we are here. Gardner Minshew should be a starter next year. And if you don't sign him, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Yeah, the disappointing thing is he'll end up back on the bench next week. But I think with this performance, if you have Hurts struggling in a game, I think this opens the door to Sirianni questioning do i put in Minshew with how well he played i mean granted it was against the jets their defense is not good at yeah. all but i think with how well Minshew composed himself how well he played this game like i said if if hurts is having a bad outing a bad first half in a game if you're sirianni it's got to be in the back of your mind do i put Minshew in do i put Minshew in yeah. And I hope to see more of Gardner Minshew because I just I love that man. I feel like he's he he's had his chances, but he's also gotten really cucked out of a lot of opportunities in his young career. Like a lot of these like a lot of these quarterbacks, Justin Fields, perfect example. And Mitch Trubisky, another perfect example as well. 
go bears. Um, <laughs> but they're two very <laughs> talented quarterbacks and you mean the N- MVP on bad teams the, and the, N- the first ever, first ever as, MVP. as far and as far as I'm concerned, the only apparently they've been giving this award out every single fucking week this season, which is stupid as shit. It's some ugly Nickelodeon my trophy. My MVP. My favorite was just the fact that they had a they had a fucking wild card round playoff game. Mitch had an awful game, and then it was a fan Terrible. vote thing. And I think it's still a fan vote thing, but I love yeah. how the fans just sarcastically being pissed off that Nickelodeon somehow got to cover an NFL playoff game. Like, and I will never just, forget because Trub- Trubisky won by a huge margin for the MVP. Yeah, Saints won. Saints beat the Bears pretty decently. Pretty good. Trubisky, Trubisky did not have a good game, but it was the funniest thing ever because then he has to go and fucking accept this award on TV. I will never forget. I and was that, texting that's you why, the entire game. That's why Bears the rest suck. of them are in. The rest of them are invalid. The rest of the MVPs are then, invalid because they just mail them to whoever wins it every week. You should, you should have to accept it in Trubisky fashion after losing after losing a playoff game and going to accept some shitty Nickelodeon award. That is will, that is a true DJ's, that is the true the true meaning of the MVP and. Every other MVP is invalid. If Nickelodeon has another playoff game this year, I encourage everybody go out, vote for like the biggest name player who's having a bad game on the losing team. Make them accept the fucking MVP award. Just to highlight how much of a fucking joke Nickelodeon is and how they shouldn't be covering fucking NFL. Listen. Um, DJs, this is a true story here. The entire game, I was texting Noah, blah, 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 this guy sucks, blah, 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 the bear sucks, blah, 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 blah. Uh, bet on the Saints and everything, like, you know, and then Noah has the balls, because I turned off the game once and ended. I didn't want to watch the post game. Noah had the balls to send me a picture of fucking Mitch Trubisky winning the MVP I have never wanted to throw my phone into a shredder faster in my life. I was so pissed off in that moment. I couldn't believe Noah had the balls to do that. I just can't believe that they actually like fucking let this go to a complete fan vote. First of all, I'm not surprised that the fans, because of how much of a joke award it is, I'm not surprised that the fans voted Trubisky to win that. But I'm surprised that they made him go and fucking accept this f- stupid ass fucking award for the MVP after losing a playoff game, getting bounced from the playoffs. Season is over, and he's got to go accept this stupid fucking award from Nickelodeon. Unbelievable. It was it was surreal. It was surreal, is what it was. That's why it All was right. so funny because it was like, is this actually happening? All right, let's talk about one more game before we move on. We cut and move on to part two. We got the Cardinals against the aforementioned Bears. Noah, this was at Soldier Field. The weather conditions were absolutely terrible. Kyler Murray doesn't play good in weather, and yet somehow he beats the Bears by 11. The more concerning part for me for this game was that the Cardinals allowed them to score 22 points. 
AJ, it's Soldier Field. Cold and windy is kind of what you expect in December and January. Yeah, no shit. But I'm just saying, Kyler Murray obviously doesn't play well in that. Only putting, only putting up 33 points up with Khalil Mack out. I yeah. Mean, that's, oh my God, dude, and the then Cardinals 22 off. 22 points Cardinals. with the Bears. That's not. I'm not hype on our defense on that. Uh, yeah, the Cardinals' offense looked pretty fucking stagnant for most of the day. Luckily, they, you know, got to start multiple drives in Bears territory because of, uh, thanks to Andy Dalton's four interceptions this game. Fucking Red Rocket, Red Rifle, whatever you want to call him. Um, Andy Dalton said, Andy Dalton said, uh, you know, he put on his uh, full Santa Claus and just started giving up gifts to all of the Cardinals defenders. Now, in his defense, there were a couple that were tipped and that were then intercepted. Like the one floater to uh, Murphy Jr. When the fuck is is Foles going to get a chance, though? Like, you got Dalton throwing four picks and you're not going to make a quarterback change? Nagy's made like 18 quarterback changes. That's all right. Yeah, Foles Foles is sitting on his... I think he's making 13 million or 14 million this year. Don't just even fucking don't ride even. the bench. I don't blame him. He's the luckiest guy in the NFL. He's the luckiest guy he in the really NFL. He really is because he won't play. He won't play. He's has... probably the best quarterback we have on roster. <laughs> and Matt Nagy is the biggest idiot in the NFL. He won't fucking start him. He won't give him a chance. But you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. He's fired after this season. All I wanted for Christmas was Alabama to lose. And, Mich- and Matt Nagy to get fired in Thanksgiving. I haven't gotten either of those yet. Like I said on the college football podcast, I might be getting cold for Christmas. I didn't think I was being this bad. Just be, hey, AJ, just be patient on the Matt Nagy. Oh, man, if he doesn't get fired. Job situation. But then, but then Ryan Pace is still there. Ryan Pace is still there, and I got to deal with his dumbass decisions. Yeah, well, here's my... We we think you, Mitch Trubisky, are better than fucking Mahomes and everything, and we're happy you fell to us. Go fuck yourself, dude. Seriously. I do think Nagy will probably get fired before the season's completely over. I think Pace will get fired um, in the offseason, would be my guess. But uh, we will find out about that. I don't know. I do think, I do think if you're an Arizona fan, um, you know, you obviously cover the spread. But the way this game went, um, this is about as worse, like as, as far as a reassurance game. This is about as worst as you can get for an 11 point victory. Like yeah. this was not. No, a pr- this was not. This was not a pretty 11-point win. This was a fucking, given the circumstances of the game, this is a should have won by 30 points type of game that you only pulled out an 11-point yeah. win. So that not makes me a little bit nervous. Obviously, Kyler Murray been out, what, like four weeks or something like that? Yeah. Four or five weeks. So a little bit of rust there, I'm sure. But um, if, if Kyler Murray's... Got problems playing in the cold. Cardinals better fucking hope they get the one seed because if they have to go to Lambeau and he's got issues playing in the cold. Yeah, we're going to be fucked, especially because you know it'll be snowing. 
Oh, yeah, baby. And that's why I'm hoping the Packers get the one seed because no, there is not a single fucking team in the NFC that's a contender right now that wants to come play in fucking Lambeau in January. Not a single. Kyler Murray hates it. Dak and the Cowboys, Stafford and the Rams. I mean, you got four four warm weather teams that if they have to come play in Lambeau in January, it's going to be brutal for them. Well, we and guess what? Packers, we love we love the cold and snow. Best thing is too, Packers can go out and practice in it all week, so they're ready for it. Very true. Very true. Uh, final thoughts on the Cardinals. I mean, they're going to make the playoffs. Obviously, they're the best team in the NFC. Still a little bit worried about this cold weather and stuff. It's I wouldn't say like they're this. obviously the best team in the NFC, but I would say they're top two. Well, we're both homers for the two best teams in the NFC West, so obviously who won, we're going to differ who on head, that. <laughs> who, won, who, who won head-to-head, though? That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Anyway, we will cover the rest of the NFL slate on degenerate takes nfl part two so we will see you over there on degenerate